been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. All right, guys, tonight we have an amazing podcast. We're going back in time to a great era, the 1940s and then some. We have a wonderful guest on who is, in our eyes, is a baseball legend and a hero. Jeanette Stocker Batazzi, who played in the All American Girls Professional Baseball League. Jeanette, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on and meet you. So, Jeanette, how how was it living in the 1940s, a time when there was so much going on in uh, history? That's right. Uh, well, the war and everything, you know. And uh, oh, I just love playing ball. <laughs> Yeah. What got you so fascinated with playing baseball? Well, uh, I was in ninth grade when this Charlie Schuler started a league amongst the uh, different teams, you know, Bell Telephone and Hooverettes and Phoenix Lassies. And he was the one that was a scout for the All-American Girls Baseball League. So, so back then... How did they? How did they decide? Like, what was the age limit for girls playing baseball? Well, there was no age limit. It was true that those girls that were like fifteen year olds, fifteen year old girls playing in this league. Yes. Wow, that is such an amazing thing. So, yeah. so what actually? What what got you into it? Did you did you play with boys in the neighborhood? Did you have like growing? Yes, because I was yes because I was the only girl. <laughs> I had a play and. I could beat them all in running. <laughs> now, did you have a favorite baseball team back then? The Phillies. Oh, oh man. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> We're Yankee fans. <laughs> oh, so is my son. <laughs> so how was the game back then? Like the game today, you know, it, it's it's full of power hitters and big names. And how was the game back then for uh, for the 1940s? Which one are you talking about? Uh, the, the men's league, and Reg- then we'll jump into regular the regular softball league. Uh, the regular men's baseball league. Oh, it, it was great. So that was uh, that was basically the American pastime. Yes, it was. Now, did you ever get any crap from the boys for being better than them? No, <laughs> except this one. This one boy, his name was Ernie Max. He said, you know, you're the only one that could beat me in running. <laughs> wow. They now, didn't like that. <laughs> now, how how was it back then? Because basically the men that were playing baseball, the draft changed from 21 to 18. A lot of these young men and women were going over to fight in the war. Right. So, so did, did you guys, did you think that this was going to be successful in the beginning? No, I don't think so. Because... <laughs> I I don't remember how many teams there were, but uh, it was fun. I mean, I think in the beginning there was only a few, but then the Kenosha Comets, uh, the Racine Bells, the Rockford Peaches, and I guess the Peaches were one of the best teams back then, if I'm correct? Yes, yes. And then you had the... the, Go ahead. Uh Uh-huh. And then you had the South Bend Blue Sox, the Milwaukee Chicks. Yeah. uh, The Fort Wayne Daisies, the Grand Rapids Chicks. Uh-huh. Uh, the Pierre Red Wings. And, yeah. And it seems like there was plenty of plenty of teams back there, and you had, what, over 600 girls trying out for this. Oh, yeah. Well, when I went, uh, it was in Pasigula, Mississippi, my spring training. Wow. And how— And uh, 
Go ahead. It was Fern Schellenberger. She was from Reading. Jean Fout. She was from, uh, uh, oh, I forgot what it is. Well, <laughs> she was from around here, too. And Janet Brown, she was from Copley. And there was two others. And uh, I don't remember if you remember, the. we called it the Liberty Bell Trolley. Okay, I, I heard of that. Yeah, well, we got on there at 7th Street, and we went down to Philadelphia, and that's where we caught the train to Mississippi. Oh, my wow. God. It's, it's so amazing how times, I don't want to say seemed simpler back then, but, you know, today's transportation is so difficult. You know, uh-huh. and now, now it's just you have so many different options, and it's so expensive. And yeah. how, how old were you when you went into this league? 20. Oh, wow. Were you afraid to travel by yourself? Especially to Mississippi by yourself. No, not really. <laughs> I th- it uh, was definitely different back uh, but That then. was the first time I did any traveling, though. Wow. How long, uh, how long did you end up playing in the league? I only played for four months. Wow. I'll tell you why. I was a rookie, and they always traded rookies. Well, I was traded to South Bend. The day I was supposed to go to South Bend, my future husband came to see me, and I went home with him. <laughs> That's why I only paid four months. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. So when you no. got, when you guys went down to Mississippi, was it like 600 girls there all trying out for the league? Or Oh, yeah, there were a bunch of them, and we had these shacks that the, the boat builders used to live there. We were right along the uh, Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So then, th- what, did they just have representatives from each team down there, and they just had basically like a, a, the, the first ever draft, and they just drafted teams, and then that offies went? Yeah, well, some of the girls didn't make it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, like in that movie, yeah. Tom Hanks, well, Jimmy Fox was actually, he was taking his spot. <laughs> Tommy Hanks was portraying him. Oh, okay. How well? How accurate was that movie compared to like what you experienced? It was pretty close. Uh, they didn't have that uh, chaperone thing anymore, you know. But and the manager never came into our locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and as far as uniforms, that's that's basically what you wore, right? Like your, your it was almost oh, like. Oh, and a, believe me, you got strawberries. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like the sliding and the diving, like that's gonna rip the legs up, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know uh, who signed me up was Bill Wallingsham. He played for Cleveland. He was a second baseman. Really? And in 1920, he was in a World Series with the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he made an unsisted triple play. Wow. He's the only one that did it in a World Series. Wow. Wow, look at that. Baseball knowledge. So, yeah. Uh, so how, how was it for you? Like, when, when you went down to Mississippi, so I guess, did, did you come home first, or did you just go out to Kenosha? And no, then... we, no, we traveled to different places. We went to Oklahoma and Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Wow. You know why they call that Texarkana? Why? Well, there's a line down the middle of the street. One side is Texas, and the other side is Arkansas. <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> And now you yep. you were a catcher, right? Is that where you played? Yeah. Now what made you want to be a catcher out of all the positions? Well, I started out at center field. Okay. When I was playing in the city league. Then they put me at second base. Then they needed a catcher, which I'm sorry I took, <laughs> but I did. 
Because, <laughs> boy, my knees are bothering me now. now well, what... when you're 94 years old, that's what <laughs> happens. <laughs> well, now, what, what kind of equipment did you wear back then for a catcher? Well, uh, what, what they have now, what okay. they wear now. Okay. But I had a, a regular first baseman's glove for catch with. That's what I, I was reading up on the league, and I, I saw a couple times that they said that the catchers didn't use a catcher catcher's glove because the ball was a little different compared to a baseball right, and a softball. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... it was between a softball and a hardball. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how big it was. Man, that must have been nice to hit, you know, with a bat, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, we played night games, and we, our, our – uh, was right along Lake Michigan. Wow. Our field. That you know that is amazing cuz I was like looking at some of the places you guys played and you really had nice sized crowds at these events. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So and we were in private homes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how was the pay back then? And I'm not trying to get into your finances or anything well, like that. No, like... well, well I I got $65 a week. Wow. That wasn't bad. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying that's not bad, right? No, not at that time it wasn't bad. Yeah, not at that time. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at yeah. I'm looking at some of the prices from the forties and I mean if you take a hundred dollars from the nineteen thirties to, to the nineteen forties and you convert it today, it's over almost two thousand dollars today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was blown away by the prices of houses, like three thousand dollars for a house, eight hundred dollars for a brand new car, eleven cents for gas. It, Five cents to go to the movies. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like a great time to live. Yeah. So you know, uh, this one fellow, he was a soldier, and he was stationed in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. He told me they were watching a newsreel. He said the the catcher threw off her her mask. He hollered Jeanette real loud. He told the other soldiers, "We went to school together." <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So well, that was neat. <laughs> so how many how many friends did did you uh, did you make playing this? Did, did you know any of the people that were in the movie? Yes, I knew a couple of them, not but not all of them. That's still cool. Now, do you? I know that me personally, because we're Yankees fans, I saw that the Yankees a couple of years ago, you know, had a little ceremony for some of the players. Have you ever like gotten together with some of your old players or anything like that? Well, they have reunions every year, but I never went because I don't like to fly. Yeah, uh, I don't blame you. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what happened? Uh, when my future husband picked me up, we flew from Chicago to New York. And when we were going up, the door opened up. Oh, no. Yep, and everybody was still strapped in. So the pilot, he banked the plane, the co-pilot and the two stewardess Held on to him, and he closed the door and locked it. Wow. That's why I said, I will not go up no playing no oh more. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Jeanette, yeah. how, how was it, though, like like playing baseball and like with everything going on, with all the different wars that were going on, how was the, how was the environment at the stadiums? I mean, you know, today we have, we have the, you know, the Internet, you know, like it had to be hard back then to get the news of like when they dropped the bomb in Japan and and all the things that were going on. Yeah, well, uh, I, I really didn't pay much attention to it at that time. Okay. And uh, and like I said, the the people they were really there and yelling all the time. 
at the game. So that, that's awesome. Now, what was the yeah. what was what was the best uh, the best record that you got your team had? Pardon. What was the best record? Like, did you guys ever go to a championship? The Kenosha Comets. Yeah. I I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Now, would you uh, would you say that you were a really good ball player? I mean, I, obviously you got to make a team, but like, you know, were you, would you would you classify yourself as a good hitter? I used to be. Yeah. Ever hit any home <laughs> runs? When I was in the city league, I hit a lot of home runs because oh every God. time I hit a home run, my father gave me a half a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why. And I could run. I could really run. That's good, too, to be a baseball player and run. I was blessed with speed, and you know you could do a lot of damage on the bases running. Yeah. You know, the thing that blows me away is the fact that, like, 15-year-old girls were making the team. Like, did their parents have to travel with them? No, no, because we had chaperones. Okay. I think that's what's yeah. cool, too, is you look how different it was yeah. in the 40s. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, a 15-year-old yeah. girl traveling by herself nowadays with a chaperone, like, mm. that's sketchy. It's it's a little... That's right. what's, that's, it's sad well, that the world's like that now. Well, it wasn't bad at that time, but now it is. Yeah, it's and that's sad. So, what, I mean, you're you're to us, you're a part of history. I mean, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing that the, the women stepped up to basically keep baseball going. And uh-huh. what do you think of today? Do you think there should still be multiple professional level baseball teams for women? I think the, I think women, I, I think women's sports in general needs to blow up more than it is. Well, they are having, uh, in, I believe, in Florida. And we are supposed to uh, go together okay. as a, you know, uh, we're supposed to sponsor them okay. so that they can actually play professional ball. Wow. See, I, I think they should be allowed to. I think they need more of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, which way would would you would you prefer like more of a softball style game, or would you prefer more of what the, uh, it's the sport turned into, traditional baseball? Uh, like we were playing okay. with that kind of a ball. I think. I mean, when we when they first started, they pitched underhand, mm-hmm. but then later on, they started to pitch overhand. And I think they moved your bases back from forty-five to like sixty-five. Correct. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and and the things. Did you guys ever go to a full pitching mound? No. Okay. I don't think so. Now, were there any uh, for the men's baseball league? Were there any professional athletes that you got to uh, you know watch play or meet? I know you talked about the Indian second baseman, um, but were there any big names that you ever got to go and watch play baseball? Uh, I was over at the Iron Pigs. I had the honor to throw a ball out. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and the Iron the mascots took a picture with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go to a lot of Phillies games back in the the forties and fifties? Yeah, my son and I used to drive down. My husband used to go golfing, and we went to the ball games. <laughs> that was that. I think it was a Market Street at that time. Oh, okay. I think it was on. Yeah, I think it was on Market Street. I'm not sure. Now, who's your favorite Philly of all time? Mike Schmidt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good one. 
I'm surprised you didn't uh, say Charlie and, Hustle, and Pete Kurt Rose. Simmons. And Kurt Simmons. You know, Kurt Simmons actually comes to Egypt Park where we live. He has he has in the last uh, Kurt Simmons. They have a Kurt Simmons day at Egypt Park, and he actually has been at Egypt Park a few times. Yeah, he signed my baseball card. <laughs> oh yeah, when he was when he when he was here in Allentown mm-hmm. at the Historical Society, he was there. Yeah, he has an amazing and, story. Yeah, and I remember him when he was playing American Legion. He when he wasn't pitching, he played first base. He's a great player. Yeah. I got to sit down one day and talk to him, and I couldn't believe the size of his hands. The guy was is, is <laughs> huge. And he told yeah. me, he's like, you know, there was no such things as injuries. He's like, back then you pitched to get paid, and you didn't have injuries. Because if you, if you didn't pitch, somebody else took your spot. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing because, like, his coach, and I guess one of the coaches at his All-Star game was actually Bay Ruth. Oh, Bay Ruth, yeah? Mm-hmm. There's an amazing, amazing stories from that gentleman. So what, yeah. do you, what do you think of today's baseball? They get too much money. <laughs> <laughs> they do definitely get Some a lot of, of money. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Some of them. Do you still watch the Phillies now? Oh, yeah. Every time they're on, I watch them. Win or lose. Absolutely. Hey, they're a good team. They got a lot of good talent, especially Bryce Harper. is a big name there. Yeah. And the, and the bench is what's helping them. Yeah. The only thing that's hurting them is their bullpen. If they get a better bullpen, they'd be in first oh, place. Oh, yes. So how often do you and, yell at the... And starting pitchers. <laughs> yeah. So how often do you yell at the TV screen? Pardon? How often do you yell at your TV? Ask my son. He can hear me downstairs while I'm moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we have that same problem right now with the New York Yankees. Uh, we're not very happy with them, and we don't like the way things are going. We miss George Steinbrenner. Oh, you know, my I just asked my great-grandson. I says, when are the, Yan- when are the Phillies play? He says, tomorrow they play the Yankees. I says, we're at home. <laughs> he's a Philly fan, too, and he's only seven. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's It's amazing. You know, Jeanette, I just... Do you look at yourself as as a, a like a celebrity figure as a star? I mean, you played. No, I don't. I'm just a natural old natural person. <laughs> no, you don't. Do you like the attention or no? No, not that much. Well, I, I do get a lot of mail though, and baseballs to sign. Like I got two from Australia, one from Japan, one from uh, Taiwan, and two from Germany. Oh, wow. Well, when my wife told me who you were, I said, oh, my God, you have to have her on our show right away. <laughs> well, it was nice of you. And I, I'm looking at your baseball card now. You signed a card for us, and, uh, and I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, Jeanette. Any more questions? No, I was going to say it was a pleasure having you on and, and hearing your stories and being able to meet you over the phone. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate that. Well, we hope very you, much. We hope you have a good rest of your night, and we hope the Phillies start losing some games so that we can win some games. Yeah, the Mets got to lose. <laughs> well, we ho- we all hope that the Phillies get to play the Yankees in the World Series, and then we can all be happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeanette- uh, my son had a my son had a baseball. Uh, who do who was on the Mickey Mantle and oh. who and Yogi Berra? That- he has a 
baseball sign from them. Well, he needs to put those away because those are nice collection pieces to have. Yeah. Well, he gave it to his daughter, and she can't find it. (laughs) (laughs) But she knows she has it. Oh, my God. She has it. We just had... He has a lot of baseball cards, too. We just had a guy on our podcast that had an autographed baseball from Hank Aaron, and he used it oh, to yeah. play. Ba- he used it to play baseball with, and it got oh, the, it, it got ruined. And then yeah. years years later, he got to go up to New York to the stock exchange and open up the stock exchange with Hank Aaron, and he told him the story about it, and he actually got another ball. Oh, that's great! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's really great. Well, Jeanette, we really appreciate you coming on our show. And well, we, thank you for asking me. We wish you nothing but the best. We wish nothing but the best for you and your family. Hope everyone stays safe and uh, stays healthy. And uh, go Yankees. Right. Go Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jeanette. Have nice a great night. Nice, nice talking, talking to you. Nice talking to you. You have a nice day. You right. too. Bye. What was wrong with that? <laughs> that was fun. It was fun. I mean... She has she has a lot of history. She really does. It'd be better to sit down with her, yeah, and talk with her. Is that her calling you back? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It was a it's a true blessing. And you know what? I would love to have. I, me personally, I love old podcasts that like about the war times, and I could listen to them all day long. History. I'm a history buff. I really love history, and I am so grateful for for our elderly that that come on and you know that, that are willing to talk about just their lives and there's a lot of them out there a lot of them out there that have amazing stories um i would love to have more of them on our podcast uh especially war veterans war veterans is is something that i love i just it it i can't fathom and i i I could not put myself in a position that they've been in and it's just mind-blowing like especially people from pearl harbor um events like that d-day yeah just I, I, I couldn't imagine those events. And and these young women at the time stepped up. Why are men and women that got called, actually drafted, the draft changes changed from 21 to 18. They got called into duty, and these women stepped up, and they kept baseball going, basically. And I know the, the crowds got up to 900,000 uh, 900, people for the one season. I mean, that, that's a lot of people going that to is, baseball. To watch women's baseball, absolutely. And to watch them you know, get paid from, for 65 to $85 a week, I mean, to them, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's, a, that's amazing. When you look at the, the timeline of the history of money, you know, $100 was a lot back then. I know. She said she got, what, $65 a week? I mean, could you imagine paying five cents now to go to the movies? I would have loved to live it that, like after the war, I think, or in between the wars, like when there was peace, mm-hmm. like just to be outside with friends. You know, everything like that we do now that, like the things that they did, like you'd think about doing them now. You're like, there's no way I would do that. Like, wa- like picking up all my stuff at 18 and going to a Mississippi for a tryout. Yeah, I couldn't do that by myself. No. I would be like, Mom, Dad, I need some. I might need some money. I'm gonna need my phone for my GPS. Like back then, they just did it. Yeah, and that, that's what I think. I, is awesome. And you just, you think about, I mean, Mount Rushmore was completed in the 40s. You like, know? I wouldn't even know where, I don't even know where there's a train around here. The, you the, you have to go down to Philly. 
Like I wouldn't even know. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't even know. Well, I've she never took a trolley from. That's what's amazing too. They took a trolley from here to Philadelphia. Well, you see the trolley stuff on the trails all the time, so I could see that. Yeah. But like, I've never rode a train in my life, so I wouldn't even know what to do when I got down yeah. there. But could could you imagine just living in that time frame? I mean, it would have been cool. Besides the World, wars, World War Two, you know, Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, we dropped the atomic bomb in Japan. Like she said, though, like I I doubt many people like really thought about because like i don't think you really saw the news unless you got the paper or you went to a movie theater because movie theaters they would show events happening yeah. before the movies i mean you look today something a gunshot happened you're like i, I never it's, thought it's about that because like when she said like oh i really didn't think about it, like i was shocked because i was like you think about it nowadays like it's everywhere. a riot happens and you see it immediately on instagram oh, yeah. like it's true like i mean how were how were they supposed to see it back then i mean kobe bryant crashed in the helicopter crash and within minutes it's on every social media event. Yeah. It's on every news outlet. They didn't it, have. They didn't have everywhere. what we had. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what a what a time. What a time. You know, they the, the came out. The, they just came out of the Great Depression. You know, then they're in a recession, and I'm just I'm mind blown. Um, I really appreciate her coming on, and it, it makes for a great interview. It does. Absolutely. Well, that was our special guest for tonight. Uh, I have been trying to get her on for a while. We have been playing phone tag. She called my phone several times, and my phone was actually the voicemails full. So I'm glad it worked out. Um, I don't have her card. She didn't sign me one. She got me. But I'm I'm glad, again, like she came on. But until next time, uh, this is our short special episode of Everything Goes with T&K. Tyler, any last words? Hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, We have... Danny Espinoza from the Nationals in talks right now, so hopefully we can get him oh, and, on. And we also are in talks with the Armchair Podcast, who are going to be in uh, Milwaukee for Game 6 mm. of the finals. But we hope you guys have a good night, and we'll see you next time.